and welcome to the Spirit Stories edition of the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Danielle. And if you are new here, on Mondays, I post a Divine Forecast, which is a weekly card reading, along with a lot of the times, pick a card. So you can actually get your own message by picking a card and then getting the messages on the card that is just for you. And then if you wanted to see the pictures of those daily cards that I choose on Mondays, they will be on my Facebook page which is linked um, in the show notes, or you can just Google inside of Facebook, Heather Danielle Psychic Medium for my Facebook page. And then of course, you can always join my Rise Into Your Power Facebook group. We would love to have you. Now on Wednesdays, I usually do some sort of informational episode where I usually give you some of my tips and tricks, a little bit of my golden nuggets, or I go ahead and I interview another subject matter expert. And I hope that you loved this last Wednesday's episode because I give you some insight on what I teach in my uh, angel number class, and it's a total different take on angel numbers. So if you haven't heard that, then I definitely encourage you to go back and um, try it out, especially if you are seeing those repeating numbers, okay? All right. Now, on Fridays, I do Spirit Stories Edition. So my goal with like today's podcast is going to be sharing some stories with you that will really open your mind, open your heart. It might give you the warm and fuzzies. It might give you something to think about over the weekend. And for today's stories, I am going to be sharing with you a couple that have to do with meditation. Now, I really, really do love sharing your stories. So if you have any stories that, you know, think that I should know about or ones that are about your past loved ones and things like that, then definitely email them to me at heatherdaniellemedium at gmail.com. Or in the show notes, there will be a link where it says share your stories and you can click on that and that will bring you to a place where you can leave me a voicemail and you can share your story. So if you had a sign from a past loved one or really cool coincidence, quote coincidence, or something along those lines, then um, I will put you on one of the episodes because we all love to learn and hear different stories from different people because it really does help us see things differently. Differently. It really helps us grow and it really gives us this insight of how signs might be happening for us or to us or what we can expect. So definitely if you have stories to, stare, to, share, stories to share, then definitely um, let me know about them. All right, get cozy. We're ready for our first story and it is called The Elephant and the fly. One day a disciple and his teacher were walking through the forest. The disciple was disturbed by the fact that his mind was in constant unrest. He asked his teacher, why most people's minds are restless and only a few possess a calm mind? What can one do to still the mind? The teacher looked at the disciple, smiled, and said, I will tell you a story. On one beautiful day, an elephant was standing by the shade of a tree, eating its leaves. Suddenly, a small fly came buzzing and landed on the elephant's ear. The elephant stayed calm and continued to eat, not heeding the fly. The fly flew around the elephant's ear, buzzing noisily, yet the elephant seemed to be unaffected. This bewildered the fly, and it asked, Are you deaf? No, the elephant answered. Why aren't you bothered by my buzz? the fly asked. 
Why are you so restless and noisy? Why can't you stay still for a few moments? asked the elephant as he peacefully continued eating the leaves. The fly answered, Everything I see, hear, and feel attracts my attention, and all the noises and movements around me affect my behavior. What is your secret? How do you stay so calm and still while I am buzzing in your ear? I can continue eating peacefully because my five senses do not disturb my How is it possible, asked the fly, amazed and baffled. I don't let them rule my attention, answered the elephant. I am in control of my mind and thoughts, and therefore I can direct my attention where I want and ignore any disturbances, including your buzz. And therefore, continued the elephant, I am completely immersed in the act of eating, enjoying my food, and chewing it peacefully. Upon hearing these words, the disciple's eyes opened wide and a smile appeared on his face. He looked at his teacher and said, I now understand. My mind will always be in constant unrest if my five senses and whatever happens in my world around me controls my mind. On the other hand, if I am in command of my five senses, able to disregard sense impressions and able to control my thoughts, my mind will be calm. I will be able to discard its restlessness and enjoy peace of mind. Yes, that's right, the teacher answered. The mind is restless and goes wherever the attention goes. Control your attention and control your mind. Wow, I love this story. It's actually from the book Focus Your Intention by Remez Sasson. So it's Remez, R-E-M-E-Z-S-A-S-S-O-N. That looks like a great book. In fact, my next story is... um not say similar, but it's also having to do with meditation. But before I tell you that story, I want to tell you a real life story that actually happened. I was invited to a breakfast and long story short, I am sitting across from a woman that I met a few times before and she's lovely. Like she has incredible energy, love her to death. And she went to go order, but she was asking if the special that the you know the breakfast special they usually have during the week was available on the weekend. And I remember the server was like, "Oh yeah, you can get it. It's just going to cost more. It's going to cost." I think she said like six fifty or something. And this woman's eyes just started sparkling, and her smile got so big, literally reminded me of like a kid on Christmas morning. And she was like, oh, gosh, that's wonderful. Yes, thank you so much. That's what I want to eat. And I remember sitting there like, wow, she is just so happy that she can order, you know, basically like bacon, eggs, and toast, you know. And even though it's going to cost more, she's still happy that it's available for her to buy. I thought that was so amazing. And I looked at her afterwards and I said, wow, I've never seen anyone look at, you know, paying more for a special or getting a special that's available, you know, like this before. Like, why did you react that way? I don't, I really don't understand. And she looked at me, she's like, oh, well, I'm a Buddhist. And I was like, okay, well, you know, me and my husband consider us Taoist. I know a lot about Buddhism, but that's when I realized she truly practices the Buddhist culture, the Buddhist beliefs. And even though I do to an extent, I only do it maybe 
during like the tough times or when it talks about going with the flow and things like that. But look at the Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama has been known for like when he is getting rushed to here to there and he has his whole posse around him and people waiting on him and things like that. Like there's stories of him just stopping in the hallway and smelling the flowers. You know, he's just very Akuna Matata, and that's what she was right in front of me. In fact, a little later on in the breakfast, we were with a group, and they wanted to take a picture. And honestly, it wasn't really that important if her or I were in the picture, but um, we knew that people were probably going to be waiting on us and stuff, and she was just like, no, she was like, it's okay. You can take the picture without me because I'm really enjoying this meal right now. And oh my gosh, she is like the tiniest, cutest little person you've ever met, and it was a big meal, and she ate all of it, but she didn't like scarf it down. She like savored it, and then she was like, no, no picture is going to take me away from, you know, eating my meal. You know, it's okay, and it was just so adorable, and it's like, like, wow, I know myself, I would probably be rushing to get the picture done or, you know, rushing through my food. So I make it on time. So no one's waiting on me and this and that. But she was just very carefree. And she was like, it's okay. Akuna Matata. She's like, I'm just really, really enjoying this breakfast. And I just, oh my gosh, hashtag life goals. Now let's continue on to our other story entitled The Mind and the Stormy Ocean. And it is by the same author, his information will be in the show notes. Swami and his disciple Ranga were strolling on the beach by the ocean. It was a cold day and the wind was blowing strongly over the ocean, raising very high waves. After walking for some time, Swami stopped, looked at his disciple and asked, what does a choppy ocean remind you of? It reminds me of my mind and my rushing and restless thoughts, answered Ranga. Yes, the stormy ocean is like the mind, and the waves are the thoughts, Swami explained. The mind is neutral like the water. It is neither good nor bad. The wind is creating the waves as desires and fears produce thoughts. I wouldn't want to be on a boat in the middle of the ocean in a storm like this, said Ranga. You are all the time within the storm, responded Swami, and continued. Most people are on a rudderless boat in the middle of a choppy ocean, even if they do not realize it. The mind of the most people is very restless. Thoughts of all kinds come and go incessantly, agitating the mind like the ocean's waves. Yes, Ranga interrupted him. You don't need to tell me this. I know that. This is the reason I want to learn from you. I want to calm down the waves of my mind. Swami looked at Ranga for a while, smiled and said, you don't calm the ocean by holding the water and not letting it move. What is necessary is to stop the wind. Your thoughts, desires, and fears are like the wind, and you need to calm them down and not let them rule your life. You learn to control them by controlling your attention and focus, and then the ocean of your mind would become calm. And how do I do that? Suppose it is possible for the ocean to disregard the wind. What would happen then? asked Swami. The waves would cease. However, no one can stop the wind. Swami looked at Ranga with a mysterious smile and said, You can calm down the winds in your mind, which make the ocean of your mind restless. The winds are your thoughts, and the ocean is your mind. Yes, master, said Ranga. This is what I am trying to do. If I can succeed, the calm to the windows of my mind would also be able to bring more peace and calmness to the world around me. 
First, learn to calm down the wind and the ocean in your mind, Swami explained. When you control your mind and make it peaceful, you will have more control of your life. However, don't focus on changing the outside world. Focus on changing and calming your inner world. After you are able to control your inner world, you will be able to control the world around you. And how do I do that? Ranga asks. Learn to focus your mind. Develop willpower and self-discipline. And learn to meditate. Swami answered. Oh my gosh, I love that. Now, I have always felt the ocean was God. So anytime I swim in the ocean and the waves are just coming, I just just embrace it. And I just go with the flow because you ever have tried to walk or swim against the waves. It's very difficult. But so many of us are doing that on our daily life. We're swimming against the current, against the waves. And if we would just go with the flow and the natural order of things, then that's when things are going to work out. But I have never, ever heard the ocean is your mind and the waves are the thoughts. And you know, a little bit of meditating can go a long way. But if you cannot meditate, then going ahead and being more mindful can also help you tame those thoughts, okay? Tame that wind in your mind. And just like it said here, willpower and self-discipline can also help. So that's how you can bring the elephant story back into this one and realize that you are not dictated by your five senses. Just because you hear something, just because you feel something does not mean that you have to react to it. I was recently sitting outside in my backyard, minding my own business, when what I felt was a fly buzzing around my ear. And oh my gosh, it was so loud and things like that. But I was just going to let the thing go. You know what I mean? I don't want it to bother me. I'm in the middle of doing something, you know, and it kept on getting louder and louder and louder. And then it started like almost like touching my ear. And that's when I freaked out. I'm like, no, I can't have you touching my ear. You know, that's like my boundaries. And I got up and I left the chair. And when I looked over, it was a wasp. It was not a fly. And I know that they can bite and they can bite several times. So I was really lucky. And then I started getting mad at the wasp because I am like, dude, you are totally ruining my serenity out here and my sacred space. However, that was not getting rid of this wasp. This wasp was like all over my chair for some reason. I had no food. I had nothing else like that. have no idea why on God's green, beautiful planet that my chair where I was sitting in is just so lovely to this darn wasp. And finally, I remembered something that I have been starting to tell people and it has worked as far as to my knowledge. It has worked almost every single time or every time that I know of. And that is sending the little pesk love. It almost seems like sometimes insects are like these little toddlers and the more that you fight with them, then the more they're going to fight with you back. But I went ahead and I sent the wasp love. I'm like, hey, I love you. I love you. I love you. Even though you're ruining my day, but I still love you. And no joke, the wasp left. And that reminds me of during our in-personal circle, this fly wouldn't leave this girl alone in our circle. And I told her to do the same thing. Now, I don't know if that fly left her or not, but I didn't remember her not saying anything after that. I told her to send it love and that kind of thing. And sure enough, she didn't complain about it anymore. So if you're listening, let me know if that is you. And then also right before then, not right before then, but a few months before then, I was meeting someone and we were having like a coffee drink or something along those lines. And this bee would not stop swarming around her. And she actually has a fear of bees. And so finally I was like, hey, I feel like you need to give the bee love. Sure enough, this bee had been sitting around us, bugging her to death, not me, but only her for like a good 20 minutes. 
told her to send her, um, send the bug love. And guess what? The bee went away. So definitely try that out this weekend. Um, I do not believe that it works with mosquitoes because they are a whole other species, but I hope that you really, really loved these stories. Definitely check out Focus Your Attention by Ramez Sasson. It is definitely going to, you know, give you some ideas and it's going to help you relate meditation, your mind and mindfulness to, you know, real life scenarios. And it's going to help you remember, you know, um, to meditate, the importance of being mindful, all that jazz, because it is going to have a profound effect on your life. Now, my I still have a lot of thoughts that come through my mind, but it's not nearly as many as I had back when I started having my seizures and things like that. And that was when, I swear to God, I was probably having a zillion thoughts, a zillion thoughts of worry across my mind. And now I don't have that much. I'm way more calm, way more centered. And when you are in this state of mind, you're able to make better decisions. You're able not to make so many assumptions. You're able to see between the lines if you need to. You're also able to hear your intuition a little bit more and you're able to trust your gut instincts. Okay. So I definitely encourage you to practice this weekend. All right. I will see you on Monday for the divine forecast.